This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet until her righteousness goes forth like brightness and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Good evening to you and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you as we begin another week of broadcasting. And the title of the teaching this week is Seek the Lord. And for Junie and I, these ver- this verse, Seek the Lord for- so you might live, from Amos 5-6, was really significant, and it's become very deeply embedded in our hearts. And that's our prayer for each one of our listeners. Seeking the Lord becomes a way of life. It's not something to speak to unbelievers to talk about Jesus. It is for that reason, but more importantly, it's for a, a way of life that we need to constantly be seeking the Lord. We're never going to know the fullness of God, but we can seek more and more of his nature and his life so that we become more like him. We'd like to start by reading a powerful verse from Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6. Hebrews eleven six, And without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. An incredibly wonderful verse. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. But we need to know that he is, he is what he says he is and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So we know right away that he wants us to seek him, Junie. It's powerful. Yes, and he also is exhorting us by telling us without faith, yes, it is impossible to please him. And in the scriptures, we're told that we are to live by the faith of the Son of God yes. who died for us. Yes, And when we're born again, when we give our life to the Holy One of Israel, the resurrected Messiah comes to live in us and he sends us the spirit of truth. And so every moment of every day, we can seek him through the faith of the Son Hallelujah. of God yes. who lives in us. Thank you, Lord. So that was eleven six in Hebrews. I just want to make mention of the verse before that, Hebrews eleven five. It was speaking about Enoch, and it says of Enoch, he had this testimony that he pleased God. So the word is clearly showing the dramatic relationship 
between having faith, pleasing God, and seeking the Lord. It's, it's, it's a tremendous uh, incentive to walk by faith, seek him, and please him. So seeking God is not a word just for unbelievers, but it's a way of life for we as believers in the Lord. I'd like you to listen to these uh, verses from Psalm 105. Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. Sing to him. Sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the word and his strength. Seek his face continually. That's Psalm 105, the first four verses. Certainly, these words are addressed to believers. Just listen to the end of those verses. Seek the Lord. Those who seek the Lord will rejoice. Seek his word. Seek his strength. Seek his face continually. And we know seeking his face continually is seeking the presence of the Lord. We can never seek him too much. I think that's a pretty sure thing, don't you, Junie? Yes, I do, Shelley. And those verses talk about an experience that uh, the writer had with God to be able to write those words through the power of the Holy Spirit. And even as you started the program by saying, you sought the Lord for a word, and he gave you Amos 5, 6. Seek the Lord that you may live. And maybe during the course of the week, we can share with the listeners of what happened that morning and how God performed healing and a miracle in our lives because we sought the Lord that we may live. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. All right, we're going to be looking at numerous scriptures, and I hope you could follow us and even make note of these verses because they're encouraging and it could be such a strength in every one of our lives. For example, 1 Chronicles chapter 22, verse 19. Now set your mind and heart to seek the Lord your God. These are words spoken to Solomon when he was about to build a sanctuary of the Lord, which was, of course, a significant calling that he had. But again, he was told to set your mind and heart to seek the Lord. We cannot do it casually. Our mind and hearts have to be set to seek the Lord. This was the word to Solomon at a very critical time in his life. And, you know, you can look at what Solomon was doing and seeing how important it was for him to seek the Lord. But you and I, Shelley, and every one of our listeners has a purpose. God has things for us to do for him. And that's why this message is so essential for every believer to know how to seek the Lord to with all your heart, soul, mind, yes. and strength to set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. Right. Isn't that true, Shelley? It's true. And that was the next verse, we, <laughs> the next scripture we're going to talk about. 
in the New Testament, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. If then you have been raised up with Christ, again, he's speaking to believers. If then you have been raised up with Christ, keep seeking the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are on the earth. So again, it's repeated over and over. We just don't seek him casually. We have to set our mind and our hearts on the Lord, on things above, and not focus in on or be concerned with the things that are on the earth. And to see what that said, Shelley, if you have been raised up with the Messiah, raised up with Christ. And you know, for everyone who has been baptized, according to Romans 6, we die, we give up our life when we're put in the waters and we're raised up with Christ to newness of life. Have you been baptized in water raised up with the Messiah? If so, what does the scripture say? Right. What does it say, Shelley? Set your mind on the things above, not on things of the earth. It's, and, it's newness of life, exactly that, isn't it, Junie? Yes, but what's important, Shelley, is if we have been raised up with Christ, we can set our minds right. on things above because we're promised that the Lord gives us the mind of the Messiah, the mind right. of Christ, because the natural man, Shelley, will have his mind set or her mind set on what's happening in their life, and that's what pulls us down, because we're fallen beings. But Jesus was raised up, He's no longer dead. He's alive. He lives in us. And if we've been raised up with him through baptism, we can walk this earth asking him for his will, his mind, to know what it is that he's asking of us. And it generally goes against our flesh or sometimes even our own desire. Really? Because remember, it was Jesus' desire not to go to the cross. He said, if it be possible, Lord, let this cup pass by me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. And he taught us how to seek him moment by moment. There's another verse we'd like to bring to your attention, which is well known. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. It's a wonderful scripture for us in this country. And, you know, sometimes when we see the word if, like we did in Colossians 3 and here in Second Corinthians 7, Second Chronicles 7, we could say since, since. Second Corinthians second, 7. No, Second Chronicles 7.14. Oh. Since my people 
who are called by my name. So what's involved? We need to humble ourselves. We need to pray. And we need to seek his face and turn from their wicked ways. Again, seeking my face, seeking your presence is so vital, Junie. The frequency with which it's used throughout the Old and New Testament is so powerful that it needs to become a way of life. You can't, you cannot overseek the Lord if there's such a thing. We must seek him. So this was a kind of introduction to what we're going to be doing throughout the week. And we hope you'll take note of these verses. They've been today, Hebrews eleven six, Psalm 105, verses 1 to 4, First Chronicles chapter 22, verse 19, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, and Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. And I hope you join us through the rest of the week because we're going to elaborate at length the frequency with which seeking the Lord is throughout the scriptures. So, Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that this is the theme of the week. Seek the Lord. And we cannot seek you uh, with a casual uh, seeking. It's got to be with our hearts and minds set on seeking you and saying, what is your will? What is your will? We need your instruction. Lead us, God, because we want to fulfill what you have for us. And we ask, Lord, for the gift of faith for us and every listener. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.